Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of any experimental injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. And by wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a treasure for your home and for your family, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Today is day 178, and if this is your first time here and you just happen to say, you know what, I'm going to see what this is all about, welcome to the podcast. Yes, we are reading the Bible in a year, and I absolutely do not recommend that you wait until January 1st to start, so I'm so glad that you jumped in. You can absolutely continue from here, go to the end, and pick up on all episodes before this one to complete your Bible in a year experience, or you can go ahead and stop this episode right now and declare that today is your first day in starting to read the Bible in a year. Either way, it is perfect right? Just get into God's word. It is absolutely transformative. And I am just so hopeful that those of you who've been here since the beginning or have been here for a while now, I'm truly hope that this is transforming your life and transforming your heart and just bringing you joy and peace and faith over fear. So I'm just so glad that you're here to do this with me. So let's go ahead and get started. Today we're going to be reading Isaiah 36 and 37, Psalm 123, and 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Isaiah chapter 36, Sennacherib invades Judah. Now in the 14th year of King Hezekiah, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and seized them. And the king of Assyria sent Rab. Rabshakeh from Lashish to Jerusalem to King Hezekiah with a large army, and he stood by the conduit of the upper pool on the highway of the fuller's field. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household of Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, came out to him. Then Rabshakeh said to them, Say now to Hezekiah, Thus says the great king, the king of Assyria, What is this confidence that you have? I say, your counsel and strength for the war are only empty words. Now on whom do you rely that you have rebelled against me? Behold, you rely on the staff of this crushed reed, even on Egypt, on which if a man leans, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt to all who rely on him. 
But if you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away and has said to Judah and to Jerusalem, you shall worship before this altar? Now, therefore, come make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses, if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you repulse one official of the least of my master's servants and rely on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Have I now come up without the Lord's approval against this land to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim and Shebna and Joah said to Rabshakeh, Speak now to your servants in Aramaic, for we understand it, and do not speak with us in Judean in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Reb- Rabshakeh said, Has my master sent me only to your master and to you to speak these words and not to the men who sit on the wall, doomed to eat their own dung and drink their own urine with you? Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in Judean and said, Hear the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus says the king, Do not let Hezekiah deceive you for he will not be able to deliver you. Nor let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for thus says the king of Assyria, Make your peace with me and come out to me and eat each of his vine and each of his fig tree and drink each of the waters of his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware that Hezekiah does not mislead you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Has any one of the gods of the nations delivered his land from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim? And when have they delivered Samaria from my hand? Who among all the gods of these lands have delivered their land from my hand, that the Lord would deliver Jerusalem from my hand? But they were silent and answered him, Not a word, for the king's commandment was, Do not answer him. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household of Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him the words of Rabshakeh. Hezekiah seeks Isaiah's help, chapter 37. And when King Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and entered the house of the Lord. Then he sent Eliakim, who was over the household with Shebna, the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. They said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of distress, rebuke, and rejection. For children have come to birth, and there is no strength to deliver. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear the words of Rabshakeh, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, offer a prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid. Because of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me, behold, I will put a spirit in him, so that he will hear a rumor and return on his own land, return to his own land, and I will make him fall by the sword in his own land. Then 
Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria fighting against Libna, for he had heard that the king had left Lashish. When he heard them say concerning Tirhaka, king of Cush, he has come out to fight against you. And when he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus you shall say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, Do not let your God, in whom you trust, deceive you, saying, Jerusalem will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the lands, destroying them completely. So will you be spared? Did the gods of those nations which my fathers have destroyed deliver them, even Gozan and Haran and Rezeph and the sons of Eden, who were in Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, the king of the city of Sepharvaim, and of Hena and Iva? Hezekiah's prayer in the temple. Then Hezekiah took the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it, and he went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, who is enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear, open your eyes, O Lord, and see, and listen to all the words of Sennacherib, who sent them to reproach the living God. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have devastated all the countries and their lands, and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone, so they have destroyed them. Now, O Lord our God, deliver us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, Lord, are God. God answers through Isaiah. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent word to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This is the word that the Lord has spoken against him. She has despised you and mocked you, the virgin daughter of Zion. She has shaken her head behind you, the daughter of Jerusalem. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed, and against whom have you raised your voice and haughtily lifted up your eyes? Against the Holy One of Israel. Through your servants you have reproached the Lord, and they and you have said, With my many chariots I came up to the heights of the mountains, to the remotest parts of Lebanon, and I cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypresses, and I will go to its highest peak, its thickest forest. I dug wells and drank waters, and with the sole of my feet I dried up all the rivers of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago I did it. From ancient times I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass, that you should turn fortified cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were short of strength. They were dismayed and put to shame. They were as the vegetation of the field and as the green herb, as grass on the housetops is scorched before it is grown up. But I know you're sitting down and you're going out and you're coming in and you're raging against me. Because of your raging against me, and because your arrogance has come up to my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose, and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn your back by the way which you came. Then this shall be the sign for you. You will eat this year what grows of itself, in the second year what springs from the same, and in the third year sow, reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit." The surviving remnant of the house of Judah will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. 
For out of Jerusalem will go forth a remnant, and out of Mount Zion survivors. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the kings of Assyria, he will not come to this city or shoot an arrow there, and he will not come before it with a shield or throw up a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, by the same he will return, and he will not come to this city, declares the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Assyrians destroyed. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, all of these were dead. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and returned home and lived at Nineveh. It came about as he was worshiping in the house of Nishrash, his god, that Adramelech and Sherezer, his sons, killed him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. And Esarhaddon, his son, became king in his place. Psalm 123, Prayer for the Lord's Help, a Song of Ascents. To you I lift my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he is gracious to us. Be gracious to us, O Lord, be gracious to us, for we are greatly filled with contempt. Our soul is greatly filled with the scoffing of those who are at ease, and with the contempt of the proud. First Corinthians chapter 10. Avoid Israel's mistakes. For I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they were drinking from a spiritual rock which followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not well pleased, for they, for they were laid low in the wilderness. Now these things happened as examples for us, so that we would not crave evil things, as they also craved. Do not be idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and stood up to play. Nor let us act immorally, as some of them did, and twenty-three thousand fell in one day. Nor let us try the Lord, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the serpents. Nor grumble, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction, upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed that he does not fall. No temptation was overtaken, has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men, you judge what I say. Is not the cup of blessing which we bless a sharing in the blood of Christ? Is not the bread which we break a sharing in the body of Christ? 
Since there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Look at the nation Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices sharers in the altar? What do I mean then? That a thing sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, but I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to become sharers in demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? We are not stronger than he, are we? All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own good, but that of his neighbor. Eat anything that is sold in the meat market without asking questions for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. If one of the unbelievers invites you and you want to go, eat anything that is set before you without asking questions for conscience sake. But if anyone says to you, this is meat sacrificed to idols, do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for conscience sake. I mean, not your own conscience, but the other man's. For why is my freedom judged by another's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I slandered concerning that for which I give thanks? Whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, so that they may be saved. And those are our readings today. So in Isaiah today, we just read about Sennacherib, the Assyrian king, and Hezekiah, and how Isaiah came in and helped with that process between the two of them um, so that um, Judea would be saved. I just want to double check. I'm saying that right. Wouldn't that be terrible? Jerusalem. Let's see. Um, anyway, so God watched over his people yet again in the story of the Assyrian um, king, Sennacherib, and Hezekiah. And it just recaps that here uh, in Isaiah for us today. Beautiful short psalm today. Um, I love the Psalms. I know I've said this before, but it's always just so great, especially when we are feeling just down or fearful to go into the Psalms and just read and just, I like to say it's a place where we can balance our mind and cleanse our mind of any, um, evil, honestly, uh, because a lot of the times our fear, our depression, our anxiety that we are experiencing, uh, in moments of life, our spiritual warfare against us. So a psalm is just a wonderful book to go and just cleanse and purify the mind and get right again. And today in 1 Corinthians, um, just again filled with so many wonderful things. Uh, and let's see talking about how we are one body 
we, we eat of the one body and we make up uh, the many of us who are one body. So talking about the body of Christ and the one bread that we eat of. Uh, and just to be careful of idolatry. And it is very true. You know, we need to make sure that we are looking at areas in our lives where we are placing more importance and that doesn't have to be objects. Um, that can absolutely be our jobs, um, even our own children, right? Or relationships in our lives. We need to take a look at those and just say, hey, where are my priorities? Because our main priority is focusing on God and our relationship with Jesus is the way that we become close with our Father, our Creator. And so it's just so important to have that as our top priority and to not be um, eating uh, at tables that are sacrificing to demons, right? But it's also important to not judge uh, unbelievers, right? Because our goal is to help them to be saved as well. So we must stand out as Christians, not in a boastful way, but just appear different in the world, to appear as the light and the salt that we have been called to, to represent here so that they may also choose salvation. So just wonderful, wonderful wisdom here in First Corinthians today. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for providing us the way through your son Jesus on how to be close with you as your children, Lord. It is so important for us to be with you and to feel your protection, your wisdom, your guidance, and your love over our lives. And of course, to be grateful for your provision over our lives as well. We thank you so much for Paul giving us the direction on how we can be in this world with believers and with non-believers. And thank you for giving us the way in which we can be different, that we can stand out as your children and as represent representation of salvation through the death of your son and the resurrection of him that shows that, that death no longer has a place here on this earth, that we are the living Holy Spirit of you to all that we come across, whether they believe or whether they do not. We don't want to be judgmental, Lord. We want to represent you. So we ask that you point us in the right direction, lead us to the right instruction, the right people, the right situations, the right words that can help to um, facilitate salvation for others so that they choose to open their heart to you, Jesus, and to come and be with you again, Father. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our readings for today. Thank you so much for being here. Just want to keep encouraging you to 
be that salt and light of the earth. Stand out. Have courage to stand out and to look different. God needs us to do that so that people can see that we reflect his light. We reflect, we reflect his son. We, we reflect his spirit here on earth. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.